0: Welcome to Things to Know, I'm Luca, and on this show, we talk to the people that make the Thingdoms what it is. Today, we have a very unique and special guest, the Thingdoms' own resident t-shirt printer, T-Shirt Bob. I hope you enjoyed this interview, and more importantly, I hope you learned something. Thank you so much for joining us today. Why don't you start by just telling us a little bit about yourself? Who are you?
1: Uh, so... I'm Robbie, formerly known as T-shirt Bob on the Discord Twitter. Um, I'm the guy that printed all the Thingdoms merch, do a bit of graphic design for them, run a print company in Scotland, and I'm a graphic designer, photographer, general purpose creative, I suppose is the easiest way to put it.
0: You have done an, a ton of work for the Thingdoms, and it's all really interesting. Has creative work always been what you wanted to do, um, or is it something you moved to later in life?
1: Uh, so, like when I was when I was younger, I was really into art and stuff like that. Like, like everyone says that. Oh, like I loved drawing when I was a kid, but I did, and then I never ended up taking art at high school for some weird reason. <laughs> uh, I did art first and second year which i don't know what grade that is for america but and then i did graphic communication which is like a bit like graphic design but not really and then i went to work in accounting for two years
0: (laughs) okay um why accounting how did how did that happen
1: my my dad's got a firm my dad he's an accountant and i he offered me a job and i was like i hate school that much i'm just gonna go um, turns out I didn't really like that either. So, I ended up. I was like, "Fuck it! I'm gonna go back to." Go to uni essentially. Uh, <laughs> I applied for uni, didn't get in. I ended up going to college, which is like the kind of. Like in the UK, I know you Americans say college for university, and but college is like a kind of precursor to university here. Um, I ended up doing fine art at college for a year and then I went and did another year at a different college in Glasgow specialising in printmaking, which is where I learned how to do all the T-shirts and stuff like that. And then I was like, probably not going to make much of a living out of fine art, so I was like, I'm going to go to uni and do graphic design. And I went for a year, dropped out because I absolutely hated it, and just been doing it myself since.
0: <laughs> I mean, it seems to have worked out pretty well. Um, you leave with kind of a fine art graphic design background. You understand the screen print inside. Do you immediately go get your own print shop, or when does that kind of kind of come into your story?
1: So, like, I I, I kind of started putting the idea together when I was at university. Um, I knew that's what I was like. I was going to do in what respect i wasn't sure whether it was just going to be like fine art prints or whether it was going to be clothes i did end up going into clothes obviously as you can as you can see but i actually went i worked in a i worked in a bike shop for two years before i opened the print shop which was the worst two years of my life
0: <laughs> so you've you've had a pretty wide-ranging career accountant Bicycle master, screen printer. Um, I'm assuming screen printing is your favorite out of those three. Is this something like you enjoy now?
1: Uh, enjoy, yes, but it doesn't like it doesn't come without its serious difficulties. Like it's very, very like if some if one thing goes wrong, you've got to tear the whole process back down to the start and try and figure out why it's happened. And I had quite a lot of that specifically on the thingdoms job funnily enough i had a couple of times i had to tear the full thing down but that was because it was like a thousand pieces it's a very steep learning curve but once you like once you get it going it's it's easy enough
0: yeah i um i only have worked a little bit with screen printing i've I've screen printed on t-shirts and stuff like that before it's once you kind of get the assembly line going it runs smoothly yeah for the most part but like you were saying if you mess up some part of actually like burning the screen or doing something like that it you just have to start from the ground yeah and
1: burning the screen is probably the most one it's one of those things that you could when you start out you could easily go through 20 screens and not get a perfect one like oh it's not once you get it, it is like the greatest feeling in the world when you've got like that halftone picture and it's got like all the dots and oh, amazing. But when you're trying to figure that out, it is like hair pulling out territory.
0: 100%. So let's talk a little bit about um Thingdoms and, and how you ended up related to this project. Do you own any crypto? Was that how you found Thingdoms and NFTs? How does it kind of come into your world? And then how do you end up on the business side as well?
1: Yeah. So I think it's like a, but maybe not actually, but I think it's a fairly well-known fact in the community that I don't hold any NFTs or any crypto. Um, when we, when we were over at LA, I felt like a bit of an intruder, if I'm entirely honest with you. I felt like I was like, I shouldn't, I, at times I was like, I shouldn't be here. I don't know what they're talking about, but like, I came away from LA with, like, so much, so much knowledge. Like, before LA, before LA, I thought mints were just something you ate to make your breath taste better, you know? Um, but no, I, I, I think, so, Luke and Owen stay about 15 miles from me, so about a half-hour drive. And I actually painted, I painted a mural on a bar, this like five, probably about five minutes away from where their office is, and Luke drove past it, or must have seen it or something like that, and got in touch with me and was like, "Do you know who did this?" Because my dad's looking to get one for his his bar. He's got his dad's got a bar in Falkirk, and I was like, "Oh yeah, uh, I did it," because <laughs> I'd not long finished it at that point, and he was like. Oh, cool! And we ended up like I ended up going. That mural never kind of came to fruition yet. Um, but like a month later, he was like, "Do you know much about NFTs?" And I was like, "They're just like it was just a random Instagram message from him." And I was like, "Nah, not really." But I've been like looking, like sort of reading on it. I just like I can't make head or tail of it. And he was like, "Um, so I've just set up this project with." with Owen um because I didn't know Owen at the time I didn't really know either of them um so Luke I got a message from Luke and he was saying um that he just set up the project and he was looking to do merch and he was like oh do you print t-shirts and I was like yeah what sort of thing are you looking for and we had the, the Rather than going through Instagram, I just ended up phoning him. I was on the phone to him for about two hours the first time we, we even spoke to each other. Just going through like, like different t shirts, like just basically thinking about what what we could do with the merch to make it like better than just a screen printed golden t shirt. So mm-hmm. it kind of just went from there, and then like I think a month later, he was like, "Right, we're ready to do this." we need a thousand t-shirts and it just kind of spiraled from there.
0: So you, you get a order for a thousand t-shirts for people that haven't done screen printing or been involved in that process before. Walk us through kind of what the steps are of, of putting together a project like the Thingdoms t-shirts.
1: So we already had the artwork designed. So basically what I had to do was I took the artwork that own, sorry, not own. I took the artwork that Luke sent me and then we've got to... So because the artwork's got four colours on it, we had to separate that into into four different screens. So with screen printing, you only print a colour at a time. Because it's black, we also had to print an un- underbase. So there was four colours plus an underbase. So it was five screens. So each screen... Sorry, each T-shirt had five prints on it essentially and that's how you end up with like the full colour print some of the colours had to be hit twice so I think we ended up it was like seven impressions on each t-shirt so it was something like over the course of a month 7,000 prints plus we printed the tags on the inside of them as well so it was something like 8,000 prints over the course of a month so it's And it was all hand printed there was no like automation or anything like that i did it all by hand i was so tired it was like 12 hour shifts for two weeks
0: i imagine that that was a little bit of a crunch um just a ton of work diving back into the the luke kind of thingdoms relationship he reaches out you're working on these t-shirts did he ever explain nfts to you
1: I mean, at, at at that point, I was kind of like, I was, I was like, "Well, I'm going to be working with a project," so I was doing a bit more of a of a research. But, he, to be totally honest, they, they they both have explained it to me multiple times, and I do understand it now. It's not a case of like they they say it and it just goes in one ear and out the other. I do, I do have an understanding. It's it's, it's a crazy, space, basically. It's where i where i'm sitting with it is it's 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 it's, i think with nfts where we are right now is the same place we were when things like spotify and streaming and stuff like that came in and people were like oh i want to actually be able to own my music i want it to to be able to touch the cd cover and stuff like that but like we're now i think spotify was 2013 or something so we're 12 years down the line and everyone streams their music. So I think it's just going to be the new way we digest art, basically. I think this is, this is where it's going essentially.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Um, for the most part, I think it's, it's just a, it's a unique environment for artists and creators that want a new way of getting their art out that maybe is a little bit lower cost. Um, than physically creating work and transporting it and trying to find physical collectors. Yeah. You had the fine art background. Um, Do you have interest in the NFT space on the fine art side in terms of, like, you creating art? What's kind of your view on that side?
1: So, I, like, I'm interested in it as a space because i think like i said it's it's the new place it's the, it's going to be the new way we digest art and i think we're only at the beginning of it but the kind of screen printer painter, mural paint inside of me likes tangible work mm-hmm. so i've been trying like it would just be a case of trying to figure out a way that we could have a kind of combination of both if that makes sense
0: I think that's one of the most complicated issues to figure out, right? Um, everyone always says the medium is the message to some extent. And I yeah. think that that does apply to like screen printing and, and mural work, stuff that is very much based on like where it is and, and the product that comes out of it. Um, NFTs struggle to kind of translate that right now for the most part.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, a, lot, a, lot, a lot of the NFT stuff seems to be like, heavily process based as well which is like when i work myself i think a lot of you, you maybe you look at it and you just take it on the surface but you have to go back and think about what has actually got me from there to there so i mean it's just a different way of thinking like with screen printing you've got the process of burning the screens printing each color and stuff like that but with nfts you've got the Creation of each individual asset, and then the, uh, the generation of putting them, putting them together. So it's there is still parallels with it. I think people are just a bit like, oh, it's it's digital. It's like I can screenshot it. It's just like, but you can also yeah. just screenshot a picture of a basket or a Warhol off Google Images. It's it's not. It's clearly not the same. But I think, yeah, people are just. It's just that kind of, it's a new thing and people are going to be opposed to it, but you just got to deal with
0: it. 100%. I think there's tons of education that still needs to happen. And and like you said, it's new. Most people don't understand it yet. Um, it happens. Let's pivot a little bit. You are working with the Thingdoms team. You're working on T-shirts. Somehow you make it out to L.A., Um, you talked about it a little bit before and you end up printing t-shirts in LA for thingdoms. Can you talk a little bit about how you ended up going to LA and then that entire experience? Um,
1: It's actually like, it's actually kind of funny. Um, when I was, because there was so many boxes of t-shirts, there was something like 22 boxes. (laughs) I had to take the... Luke and Owen were, came through to pick them up and I was like, you know what, I'll just bring the rest through and then we've got everything and you can just start packing them. And they were talking about, once we got there they were talking about how they were going to LA and I was like, not like hinting that I wanted to go with them or anything like that, but I was like, oh that's really cool I've actually been thinking about going but it's like super expensive like, and the flights and stuff are extortionate. And, like, I wasn't hinting or anything like that. I don't want them to think that, like, I subliminally got them to take me. And um, yeah, there were, we, I, I dropped the t shirts off and I was kind of hanging about, just, you know, and Owen we're talking about, like, music production and things like that. And I went away because I still had a couple more t shirts just to, like, kind of finalise. Um. And then, like, two days later, I get this text from, from it was from the Singdom's Instagram and it was, Bob and I was like oh no, I thought some like I, I, I thought I'd done something like seriously wrong like I printed it, like my mind just defaulted that I'd done something wrong, and I was like, what's up and he, he was like do you want to come to LA with us and I was like, are you take like I I genuinely thought they were just taking the piss, um, I was just like yeah yeah he was like <laughs> apply for your ESTA, which is like the visa waiver and i was like right like, this can't be a joke and I, t- I went downstairs and i told my parents and my mom and dad were just like wait can i swear on this
0: yeah 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 yeah,
1: yeah. but i i went downstairs and told my mom and dad and they were just like fuck off <laughs> <laughs> just just in total disbelief And I think I was in, like, a wee bit disbelief until we actually got to the airport. And I was like, shit, this is actually happening. Because we did... We did three days... Well, like, like kind of two and a half days in New York before. And Luke kind of sprung it on me, like, two nights before. Like, oh, we're going to have to go to New York. Like, it was a... Like, it was a bit of a problem that we'd have to stop there. And I was like... Mate, we're hitting both the cities that I want to go to in America. And in a week so like fucking let's go for it I, i'm absolutely not bothering this like this let's do it yeah um,
0: that that wasn't a negative for you the same way that they thought it nah, was going
1: to be <laughs> i think i think they were a bit like oh you might but i was just like nah we need to go and new york was so good like i love new york that was the first time i'd been that's just amazing yeah just so cool i uh
0: i live in philly so i'm about an hour away um and yeah, we, we go up pretty often. It's it's a insanely different city than really anything else in the world.
1: I hear it's uh always sunny in Philadelphia.
0: Yeah. Uh lots of people <laughs> have heard that. It is unfortunately not the case. The weather here sucks most of the time. But uh you know, when it is sunny, it's kind of nice. <laughs> uh, it's
1: a bit like Scotland then.
0: Yeah, low-key. I'm I'm sure the weather is comparable to some extent. <laughs> So you
1: I thought New York was a bit like that. Yeah,
0: yeah, New York is basically the same, just kind of like boggy and gray a lot of the time. <laughs> but, you know, what are you going to do? Um, you're in New York. I hope you had good weather. You're enjoying the city and then you eventually make it out to LA. Um, I know you yeah. said you felt a little bit like a fish out of water because of not having the NFT background. Was it cool to be able to see the different types of creators in the space and kind of meet those individuals what were what were kind of your yeah, highlights so like, of la
1: so so we had we had quite like a, a like a we had a crew essentially at our at our house so there was i need to make sure i don't miss out any names it was me luke owen gom gom uh DJ and E-Man. I swear I've missed someone out. That doesn't seem right. Is that 6 I'm pretty sure that's everyone. Oh, man. You might have to cut this bit out just <laughs> so I don't get... But, like, ev- ev- everyone that was in the house was, like, from a totally different, like, Gom Goms from Costa Rica and uh, e well, Eman. I don't know if he's doxxed yet, that's the thing. I don't want to <laughs> basically everyone basically, everyone's from like totally different parts of either America or the world.
0: Yeah.
1: And like it was actually just cool to to meet these people because like it's not like we've just talked about NFTs the entire time. Mm-hmm. But the more I was just like a lot of the time if they were talking about NFTs, I was just listening and I came away significantly significantly smarter. Shall we say, um, but the being at the actual convention was was pretty crazy because everyone's talking about like sup ducks and stuff like that, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't entirely sure what a sup duck was until we got there, and then we went, it was, man, it was just so weird, but like good weird because it was just like, you know, like when you just kind of get chucked into something and you mm. don't really know what's going on. And then you see like all these like uh Darth from Rediverse was sitting doing drawings and stuff like that, and you kind of see how everything goes together. And then they're talking about oh like we're gonna mint and stuff like that, and I was like, I know what this means now. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> you uh you really did get thrown in head first. Like I feel like most people yeah. get like a slow trickle introduction to NFTs and like well before they ever go to their first conference um which is is pretty funny at this conference you were printing shirts right um can you talk a little bit about that and and did that present any unique challenges doing it <laughs> randomly in america and and at a conference so
1: <laughs> yeah it was a it was a it was a pretty basically look it said why don't we try and like do some t-shirts for it? And I was like, why don't we just print them there rather than like getting some t-shirts made up? So back when we were back in Scotland, I did this weird mock-up that I thought they could have just used for socials and stuff like that, which was like the Hollywood sign, but with thingdoms instead of Hollywood on it. Um, and I was like, that's it. That's what we should put on the t shirts. So, whilst we were in Scotland, I, I got in touch with like a screen print company over in LA, and I bought everything we needed. And it so that got delivered to Supduck, So me and DJ had to go and pick it up one day, and we had to go on like this mad wild goose chase round LA trying to find t shirts. And then we just rocked up at the convention and had everything we had, sorry, had everything we needed, and just started. It was like a really, really primitive version of screen printing. Like it was, we were literally getting the screen, sticking it on top of the T shirt on on top of like the table that they had at the conference, and just printing them. And then like I was just passing it to DJ, and DJ was like heat gunning them dry and stuff like that, and we we're like every time we passed it over to someone we had to be like uh it might wash out so you need to make sure that when you're before you put it in the washing machine you turn it inside out and iron it and i think that phrase is just etched into my brain in so many different voices because i heard everyone in the team say it at least 10 times
0: that's funny it sounds like it sounds like that went very well and i know the, the reaction to it was super super positive so thank you for doing that and, and helping to make that possible um
1: yeah there was was a good way to get like like people that maybe wouldn't have came up to the booth to come up to the booth essentially mm -hmm. it was i think it was quite good because it while we were it was it didn't take a long time to print the t-shirts but it would take two or three minutes and owen had by then had perfected his elevator pitch so by the time we'd finished drying the t-shirt he'd already pitched the project to them
0: that is cool It's like a a built-in sales window um, to to talk to them, which is very, very cool. I want to zoom out a little bit. Um, I know you are not as deep into crypto and NFTs as some of the other people we've had on, but I still want to get your perspective, seeing as you've been a little bit more on the business side. If you kind of zoom out five years and the space kind of matures, the business is mature, what do you hope happens do you hope anything changes what are your thoughts on on where this is all going
1: um so i i i kind of think that the projects that are prevalent now are just going to be like massive by then i think in in, in 5 years we'll probably be at that point where People who aren't into it now and people who are kind of opposed to it now are starting to see the benefits of it. Um, I'd quite like, with respect to to I'd quite like to see their growth into a culture brand like what they what they want to be, like. See stuff like like cut and sewn merchandise. All these crazy things that they want to do in the in the metaverse need to be careful not to drop any alpha. Um, <laughs> which is like like I know that they have big plans and it's not just like they've made an art project and they're just winging it because I mean like to some degree it's such a new space that it's not like you can look at another project and think well mm-hmm. what they did three years ago and it was like well they weren't a thing three years ago to use as a reference point so there's a lot of like there's a lot of scope and it's just kind of trying to figure out where to go with it. But yeah, I think, I mean, the community of Thingdoms is probably enough to just take it back to the moon. You know, it's the Thingdoms community is crazy.
0: I hope you enjoyed that interview. If you'd like to connect with T-Shirt Bob, you can find them on Twitter at T-Shirt Bob underscore. And if you'd like to connect with me, You can also find me on Twitter at It'sLucaWM. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to T-Shirt Bob for joining me on the show today and for tirelessly printing a thousand t-shirts for the community. Your efforts are greatly appreciated. And as always, thank you to this community. None of this is possible without you. If you missed this episode or any previous episodes, you can always find them on thingstoknow.show and all your favorite podcast platforms. Stay thingy, do good things, and I'll see you next week.